We're live. I'm just gonna That's yourselves. Or just enjoy the music. J6 Jam, man. J6. I was just talking to him on another spaces. Dude's a legend. Yo, welcome everybody, Rug Roast episode 20. We've done 20 of these already. Well, I have uh, 21. You came on midway. Um, but yeah, we've got Meme Pots with us today. Um, but first off, we'll just start, uh, get a little warmed up. Uh, 21, can you do something for me? What's up? Can you hit a rich flex? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I can hit a I can hit a scam flex. I got scammed out of 350 bucks yesterday. Tell us how this miracle happened and be be uh, be Dude, sure to share the sources of the information. Look, look. All right. So I knew Frentech was going to be my downfall. Okay. I, it's a good platform, right, for people to do whatever they want to do on it. I did not get scammed from Frentech. I was just moving money off of Frentech base back to mainnet Ethereum. Um and I uh, looked at an article on CoinMarketCap that said, hey, this is like a, a good bridge between base Ethereum and, and main Ethereum. So I went through the process and in the process, it says that it's going to transfer you. It's going to transfer you the ETH and WEATH. And I was like, all right, that's odd, but like, that's fine. And so it does like I got the transfer, but they created their own scam token named it weath and that's what they transfer into your account so it's like it's worth nothing right so there's nothing i could do about it so that's uh my scam for for yesterday well hold on i forget which chain it was but one of them i was doing some transfers and i got something that was really similar where i got like a, their own weath but there was a place to go to like exchange that for actual eth so there might um, be a way. I mean, I looked, I looked for like, uh, you know, MetaMask or for Uniswap or whatever to be able to like convert what they sent me, and they said it it had no value. So oh. I don't exactly know where I would go to do that, but yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, lessons learned when using new chains, I guess. Damn. Yeah, that sucks, dude. You know what I was saying last night? Um, we need. Uh, so meme pots, I'm gonna bring you up, but keep it on mute, otherwise you'll get feedback. Um, we need like just a one one place, one website that's like super trusted that just lists all the bridges. Yeah, like all the bridges on one site. Somebody make that, and uh, people will, will use it if we trust you. <laughs> well, I tried to go to I tried to go to Coinbase and find like their bridge, but it was like if you have a Coinbase wallet. Well, I was like the the base is in. Uh, my MetaMask wallet, it's not in a Coinbase affiliated wallet. So it's like I needed to be able to bridge outside of like their ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sasha. Thanks, Sasha. Sasha says boomers discussing bridging fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I got it, it is what it is. Like I said, I never transfer my entire bag when doing something new just in case something like this happened. So, you know, thank God for testing. But uh, yeah, don't do what I did. Don't use some random article linked to CoinMarketCap's website because uh, you'll get scammed too. Good job, CoinMarketCap. Way to stay on top of things and not let scams get posted on your website. Of course, um, 
round of applause for that. That's uh, solid. So I tried a new strategy today um, with uh, Friend Tech. So basically, um, you know, OnlyFans, you can post photos now. So right. I was just like spam buying anything that was OnlyFans, and they were all fake accounts, and then I just sold them all. And I felt weird because I was buying a bunch of OnlyFans accounts. Um, so anyway, um, I mean, uh, don't try really, that strategy. It's really weird that OnlyFans hasn't incorporated crypto into it. I, I can only imagine it has to be their VC investors that are backing it. Um, or they think that they're treading on very thin ice from a regulatory perspective already, that they just don't want any undue attention um, or scrutiny to be put on their platform. But I just think it's funny that like they could benefit greatly from from allowing crypto on 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 OnlyFans. But instead, Frontech will do it, you know, so. For, yeah, I think Frontech's got a big opportunity there, right? They they like allow video streaming and stuff. They already got the photos, but there's so much they can add. Um, and you know the simps will be rolling in. Um, they'll be they'll be buying and they will be fapping a lot. So that's wonderful. Sasha is <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> that is directed at Sasha, um, who's not he's not an old Asian lady. He's actually a uh, a young man. So um young bosnian man so that's sasha i'm um, gonna share his address here quick <laughs> posted okay cool he's uh, he's voice doxed he just says really you know obscene things in the the wreck guy dive bar um so yeah yeah it. and shout out to his uh his art project the um the sex club that's s dot e dot x um look up the token uh, he drops actually super good art. So um, Sasha's the goat. Um, I've got most of the drops. I sold a few, made some money, but I got most of his drops. And each month he drops a sweet piece of art. So suggest checking that out. If, uh, yeah, if man, I missed that token and it never drops with like one ETH. Like, I don't know. He bribes all of his members to not like drop his floor price. Yeah, he he uh, he definitely sends us Ethereum and feet picks <laughs> to prevent that. Speaking of feet picks, my new strategy on uh, friend tech. So I'm going to just be posting thirst traps and feet picks like crazy. So guys look up burn dogler on friend tech and there's going to be a lot of feet. I got a jar of peanut butter ready for my next photo shoot. I don't, um, I don't know why you think this is a successful strategy. Crypto is like 99% men. Like, Hey, it's some weird dudes out there, man. I don't think there's girls. Okay, when you have OG, send it to your account for free. But if you're asking people to be inside your friend tech for that bullshit, like nobody wants to see that. Yeah, you do not want OG sending you anything at all. If you get a DM from OG, do not open it. Uh, you will not be happy with the result. <laughs> That's facts, actually. Well, let's hop into it. Uh, we've got meme pots here today. We've got Dr. H up on the stage dr h what's happening yeah good morning everyone uh, it's nice to be here thank you very much for having us here today yeah yeah welcome yeah thanks for coming on man yeah so actually it's uh you know pretty early here it's about it's just 1 a.m here so yeah how's how you guys are doing uh, we're doing great, dude. Thanks for staying up to come on. Um, I know time zones are always an issue with. Uh, yeah, when you're in Web3, you you know, the time zone doesn't matter. You all just have to, you know, follow along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, so I guess uh, if, 
if you want to start, tell us about how you got into crypto. Um, yeah, life sure. Before crypto, how you got in and what it's been like. Yeah, so I got into crypto in, you know, at the early 2019, you know, and it was actually just for because I wanted to, you know, buy some in-game assets for a game. So that is when I had to actually, you know, buy some Bitcoin. So it was my, you know, first time, you know, getting into crypto. And when when I first purchased it, you know, uh, and it was like, uh, you know, first time getting into, you know, buying Bitcoin, even though I knew about it before. But, you know, I never bothered to kind of like, you know, invest in it or something like that. But, you know, I just bought it for, you know, buying some online assets. So yeah, once I once I got it, I purchased a Bitcoin, uh, you know, a few of the Bitcoin, and then in a few days, I you know I opened my wallet and I looked, it's going up, you know, that was the time when the you know bull run was starting for the crypto. So then I was like, you know, just you know leave all these games now. It's really fun because my background is you know in computer science. I've been learning it since you know on my college, and I'm a computer science graduate. So when I started learning about the, you know, blockchain technology and how this is working and, you know, all the history of it, you know, because, you know, uh, now and then all the time, the Bitcoin was always in the news and how, you know, the, the, the blockchain technology is working. But I did not know before that, you know, uh, you know, how far we have already come at the space, you know. But then after that, you know, I literally have had no time to play any game or whatsoever. So, yeah, I was, you know, after the Bitcoin, I move on to Ethereum, you know, learn more about it and all the apps and stuff being done on there. And then it was, you know, early, you know, 2021 or maybe at the end of the 2020 that I got into the, you know, NFT space where first time I minted, uh, you know, dot crypto domain. So that's what brought me to OpenSea. And, you know, then I started, you know, learning more and more about, you know, what an NFT is and, you know, how it's working and everything practically about it. So as uh, I told you that, you know, I'm computer science graduate, I can, you know, uh, it was really interesting for me that how a piece of code we could, you know, deploy it on a, on a blockchain, what it's going to stay forever and, you know, uh, unlimited possibilities that we get from it. So, yeah, it, it was really interesting. And then I started seeing the, you know, projects that, you know, how many utilities and how many like uh, you know different things that are like already being done and more can be impl implemented like you know if you if you everyone must know about Awe and other other banking apps and stuff so yeah it was really you know uh, something some some power tool that was never available for humanity before this so yeah it, it changed everything and yeah that is how I got into, you know, too much attached to this, this space. And then I learned more about it. And every day is a learning day for it. I mean, say like every day we are having something new every day, you know, new things are coming up. So yeah, this is a space where, you know, learning never stops. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I mean, it's the environment's changing every day. Um, always new things coming out. Um, Nice, good stuff. 21, any questions? No, not yet. Just uh, interested in hearing about, uh, you know, the project and uh, the details behind that. Yeah, that was a little bit about, the, you know, background, how I got into crypto and, you know, 
how I like planning to uh, pull off what I'm, you know, uh, planning, you know, uh, how I envision it, you know, the, the, the technical part of it and stuff like that. So the, you know, uh, the, the project, the meme pods, actually it is just a project where we are bringing Web3, you know, closer to the real world operations, right? What it mean is that, you know, that uh, when we say real world operation, it is like, uh, uh, let me take example for, uh, I, I, I was researching and I found out that in, in, in Korea, there are like, uh, you know, uh, driving licenses, you know, being tested out in a city where the driving license is actually an a, a NFT, you know. So with this NFT, the, the, it is not just, uh, you know, like uh, what uh, everything we cannot just do in Metaverse. We can bring it to real life too, right? So we can have some actual, you know, uh, real world assets and we can uh, use NFT to like uh, have like a uh, like a have stakeholders or you know like a asset where we can like, have like a uh, you know people from around the world just like uh, uh, I would say the you know asset holding you know shareholders which uh, you know uh, they can uh, like invest into many businesses and stuff like that in in real life but. The thing is that there have been, you know, uh, many projects and everything's been, uh, you know, many, many, many uh, new projects have been coming out. But the thing is that uh, there is really simple tools, what I think, really simple tools from Web2, which we can integrate within the Web3 to, you know, make Web3 a better place. And how I, you know, see to see to do with that, uh, let's take the, you know, uh, proof of growth. So what actually is proof of growth? So the thing is that in proof of growth, why don't we, you know, bring everything, uh, you know, uh, like as we know that blockchain is transparent, you know, every action can be seen there, right? So why don't we, when we start, uh, let's take the, you know, example of the pot, right? So in, in pot, we are actually, you know, going to build, a, you know, cannabis farm, right? Where one cannabis plant is equal to, you know, one NFT, one port NFT. So how do we integrate, you know, proof of growth in it? So there is really simple way to do it, you know, uh, with the, you know, CCTV, right? We can have 24-7 live stream of CCTV, which is, you know, accessible to only the, you know, token holders through a, you know, tokenized dashboard where the holders are able to view the not only the view but you know other logs you know they, there's other information that can be you know directly you know fed to the system through the you know sensors attached to it so by having this 24 7 you know a live stream it is not only the experience but you know uh like a, a kind of uh new thing that we can show the you know proof of growth happening 24 7 like no matter from where you are you know any country anywhere you just own one nft and you know that there is one plan you know growing and you could you know see it you know day or night you know whenever you want to see it and you can actually see the environments and and stuff so this is actually the proof of growth that you know uh, 24 seven, you're able to see this live stream.
Gotcha. So, okay, so you mint the NFT and then you have a pot plant that corresponds with that NFT? Yeah, exactly. So then what happens when, like, you harvest? Do you, like, ship the weed to people? <laughs> no, that 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 would you know that would not be possible because of you know all the you know regulations and of course we we don't know from where our holders are going to be so it is it, it's never gonna be like that. So the thing is the about the harvest. Of course, when you are you know paying for your plant and you are you know uh, seeing it grow and you're seeing it being harvested, of course you are going to get rewarded for it which will not be in any, you know, uh, like a token. We are not going to come up with any token whatsoever because it will have, you know, a, a lot of other uh, things to be taken care of, which we are not actually about. We are just here for connecting the, you know, Web3 to the, you know, uh, real world operations. So for that, we have really interesting, uh, you know, a way to reward the holders by the harvest that we will be getting which will not be just by the you know end of the harvest we have this uh, you know plan this you know staking uh, you know system where i would i would just like to say that it is a system where every uh, you know holder will be getting a digital bud each week which will have its face value by the end of the harvest you know so when we have the harvest, you know, each bud will have its face value where, you know, then uh, the holder will be able to claim, you know, uh, the deal or the offer that we will have for those buds, you know, because the birds will in itself, uh, if they choose to, you know, keep it on the dashboard, it will be, you know, they would be able to claim it. And the other option would be that they could mint that bud as an ERC 1155, you know, uh, the NFT token, so which could have other use cases. So, but for for that, the, the the harvest it will be, you know, you know, divided amongst all the all the holders of the NFT, who are staking it, staking or I would say growing it, you know. So you got the buds. What drives value to the digital buds? Like, is someone gonna buy these or? Like how, how do they have value? Yeah, so actually by the you know time that the the, the cannabis is you know harvested and then uh, we we you know sell it in the market, you know, uh, like a wholesale. So then uh, the revenue that is generated by selling this cash crop, then you know uh, we will have this uh, divided for the, the buds that are being you know distributed in that time frame that would be around two to three months okay so it will have the value calculated after the harvest and then and then as we know that we have to you know replant those plants because once it's harvested we have to you know plant new you know new new yield new plants for new yields yeah so after the harvest it it will be like a you know a proper uh, you know, calculation, you know, tentative calculation for the next harvest. And then the remaining that the profit that we have, which it will be shared amongst the, you know, holders. Uh, no, that is how the birds will have their face value calculated. Interesting. Okay. So you stake 
you get buds and then you can cash those in for a percentage of the profit, right? Yeah, or you could, you know, if you want, you can mint them as a DRC 1155 token. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds a little bit like a security here in the U.S., but in other countries yeah. um, that, you know, might be fine. I don't know. I'm not a legal Dude, yeah, but, uh, so the reason the reason for having this as you know ERC 1155 token is that in itself, you know, we are not paying out in USD, we are not paying out in any currency. You know, it's 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 a digital collectible. So uh, that's that's about it. We are not, you know, paying out in US dollars or you know any other currency. Then how does the profit from the harvest get back to the buds holders? How are you transferring that that wealth? If uh, just an ETH is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually, uh, it will be like the you know once it is uh, you know ERC eleven fifty five token, you know uh, then uh, the the main pods can have you know offers set up for the you know token because it will be erc 1155 token gotcha yeah so you got the token okay so so the offers on the tokens come from the project itself or do yeah. you just mean you can put them on OpenSea? the offers will come from the you know from mimpod but if you know anyone else chooses to put an offer, then they can, you know, maybe they can, you know, sell it for a higher price or anything. Because when it turns into, a, you know, a collectible, you know, it can have, you know, more value than what we are offering. So that is, you know, something that we cannot say anything about that now. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um. All right. And and the uh, and the thing is that the land we already have for it, so you know uh, most of the things are already you know ready. We already have the license and everything ready for it. As we are based in Thailand, so it's it's legal here since you know twenty twenty one of the June you know June of twenty twenty one. So. It's pretty much, you know, you could just actually grow five plants in your household without any requirement of land or anything. Yeah, it's interesting, right? So it's yeah. basically you're allowing people to subsidize a, a, a pot farm or weed farm. Um, yeah. Kind of like Farmville for, for weed. Yeah, exactly. That is what uh, I always mention everywhere that I've, you know, I've used to love that game. Yeah, as, yeah. Uh, you know, as a kid and... And then having seen that, you know, uh, when you were able to see an actual, you know, plant growing from seeing it all, you know, going through all those phases from seeding, from, you know, growing, then harvesting and curing. So, yeah, it is kind of like a, you know, game, but where, you know, it is actually happening. And, you know, you're always, if you're a holder and you're visiting, you know, Thailand, you are always welcome to visit and you know, it's it is more than just uh, you know profit and law stuff. It's more about the experience itself. Yeah, yeah, I I can see that. I mean, I don't know how long somebody can sit and watch a video feed of. of yeah, plants. but when you but, have this option to watch it anytime you can, then it's yeah, it's yeah. interesting. You know, it might uh it might 
you know, attach yourself to the plant that you own from a, an in real life perspective. Yeah, you could customize it with your name for everyone to see it. And there's, you know, so many things that, that can be added. I am curious about the solution. It seems to be a very clever workaround, but I, I am no lawyer. But getting people to mint NFTs that the company itself then goes back and buys them back from you as a way to disseminate profits. It's interesting, right? Because like you said, you're not, um, you're not just paying out uh, money. Um, you're technically using a marketplace scenario where you would basically rebuy yeah, give- the NFTs from the from the public. Um, yeah, very curious. I like I said, I'm no lawyer. Yeah, uh, actually, there's a little confusion. I think I must say that we will not be buying back the pod NFTs. Okay, it will be just for the you know the the buds, the digital collectibles, which will not be given as erc 1155 there will be an option for the you know stakers and the holders to mint it as erc 1155 okay i thought yes that that would be a separate collection we won't be buying back the pot collection gotcha gotcha yeah you're buying back what the rewards that you get for staking right Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no that makes sense um yeah it's interesting i'm not a legal uh scholar i have no idea um, you know, if you if people in the U.S. should plan to participate, I have uh, you know gotten involved in projects in the past that mentioned profit sharing, um, and then basically had to stop doing that or not offer it to their communities. Uh, but those projects, one was based in the U.S. and the other one was based in France. Um, so you being based out of Taiwan, um, like you said, the the laws would be different. So. Uh yeah, I I like your guys's website. It flows uh pretty well, um, and it sounds like an interesting project. I'm not gonna lie; it's not gonna be for me. I don't really know that I have any time in my schedule to stare at some plants on on CCTV. Um, but that being said, I do know a lot of people that are very interested in the growing process. I think OG would stare at this if he didn't have plants in his own house. Um, but yeah. Uh, thanks for the explanation, Burn. You got you got questions, Burn. OG would stare at this. I actually have three plants growing at my in-laws' house in their garden, and actually, I learned uh, yesterday I got to put like a fence around them, mm. or a helicopter is going to land in their yard, and I'll get fined. <laughs> um, so we've got OG Kush, um, Super Skunk, and one other one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even smoke weed, but I'm growing them. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to harvest the buds and we're building a house. So when the contractors are out there working, I'm going to be like, here's a giant bag of weed. Have a nice day. And they're going to like me more and they're going to like help me with more shit. They're going to do a better job. And that's some actually, people, that's actually a pretty ingenious yeah. plan. I, I didn't actually know you were that smart. I'm, dude, I'm smart as fuck. Like, everyone knows that. Um, but um, a lot. So some people said, Okay, if you do that, then they're gonna they're gonna be high on the job. Like they're fucking. Well, you you gotta get anyway. them on like Friday when they go home for the weekend. Well, no, I used to work construction. They wake up and they smoke on the truck on the in the truck on the way to the job. Then at lunchtime they smoke again. Um, so they're smoking anyway. So you're just you know supplementing their supplies, helping them brother out. All right. Um, but yeah, in terms of watching them grow. 
yeah, it'd be fun to check on every once in a while. But like for me, that'd just be like, eh, one more thing to do. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I really love it, but there might be people that do. Um, and then what Twenty One said about like, um, so, so you okay, you get your buds, and then you can get an NFT, and then accept money based on that, that NFT. Um, it does still kind of feel like the exact same thing in terms. I'm not a lawyer either, but it, it's like you just add an extra step in between. Again, I'm not a lawyer, and you guys are not in the U.S., so I don't know what type of risk you'd even be in. But um, uh, that that would be a little um, little worrisome for me personally. Uh, what is what's the supply, and what what is the mint price? Yeah, actually, the supply is the you know four hundred and twenty, from which out of four hundred and twenty, only three hundred will be you know available for the minting, and uh, you know the price is not you know uh, announced yet, so it will be announced uh, probably next month. So, like ballpark price? Do you have a ballpark you could give? Because that makes a pretty big difference. Yeah, actually, it would be you know under. I would say it it would be under zero point five Ethereum. Under point five. Yeah. Damn. Zero, under point uh, zero. Wait. Zero point so five or point zero five. Yeah, zero point five. Zero. Under zero point five. So under half of an Ethereum. Yeah. Woo. That's uh. That's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I really, I really appreciate the uh, the ode, obviously, to 420, and I yeah. really like the small supply. I think that's very smart. Um, yeah, because we have to do only what we can, you know, manage. Right. No, no, no. It's yeah. entirely. It's and, entirely and it's a smart. Genesis collection. Yeah. Um, I do have uh, fears about the 0.5 price point, but. Um, yeah. If you market well and you and you get people who really love weed and they want to be part of this community that is small, you said you're only actually minting 300 of the 420. Yeah, exactly. Um, you you might you might see it, but I just there's not a lot of projects in this current market that yeah. can sell even 300 of something at a half an eighth supply. So. It may be something that needs to be marketed. Yeah, I mean, you said like you're you're waiting yeah. for another month to figure it out. Um, yeah. I would just do some research on, you know, what types of projects in the last I, eighteen months have been successful selling at a, a half an ETH mint um, before you decide on on making that uh, your yeah. number. I get it. I get it. And actually, it was uh, you know I just gave you an idea of it would sure, be sure. under that. How much under, you know, we still have to, you know, figure that out because we have to, you know, do only what we, you know, actually need to move on with it. You know, the, the project, we don't need anything more than that, what we actually need, because we already, you know, have the land and we already have, you know, other assets to support the project. So it is not just all depending on the mint. So for that, we will be, you know, uh, that is why we are not, you know, uh, sharing the price right now. So yeah, that is the thing. Nice. Uh, 21, don't open the dive bar right now. Uh, these dudes are just trolling us so hard. Um, all right. 
Interesting. Uh, I don't know if I have any other questions. Um, so you're looking at a total supply of 420, yeah. 300 being minted. So this, uh, I would just like to add something that the, this proof of growth is not just, you know, it, it is not limited to just this, you know, uh, port collection. Actually, we are having our uh, free mint collection, you know, uh, by the you know first week of September. So where we actually, you know, the area where we actually have the land for the, you know, farm over in, in that area, we actually already own a restaurant. So we are making a proof of growth example for the, you know, Freeman collection, a kind of like a prototype where in the Freeman collection, we will, you know, uh, showcase how the proof of growth will actually work, you know like with the with the same live stream and you know some insights about the place if if you can see the tab next to the pot it's it's cups so we are coming up with the free mint so that will pretty much explain about the main concept of proof of growth all right well i wish you uh the best of luck we'll definitely keep yeah. an eye on it um i'm definitely interested where you come down from a a price perspective um, yeah. and uh, and we'll be interested to see what kind of community you could build around <laughs> this because as you know there's a lot of dgens in this space that definitely appreciate uh, you know weed and and I, it's uh, there have been plenty of projects in the past that have been successful um, yeah and kind of this is most meme level, I would say right that are themed right and just memes. so this is actually trying to take a, a step out of the digital space and actually you know tie it to to real life so uh we'll see how it works yeah thanks all right let's rate it 21 you want to go first um yeah so i one of the things that like i said i think you got a good website i think that um it's a really hard market right now i think that uh, small supply is probably best. So I appreciate that that's the direction that you were headed. And really, you're trying to sell this out of a sustainable way to actually be able to do it with your own manpower. Um, I also like that you already have the land because I would I I would say that 99% of the people that would try to do something like this would say, well, we're, we'd buy the land after we did the project and, and we sold out and so on and so forth. And so the fact that you already have the resources um, from a land perspective to actually make this happen is quite interesting. I don't know if the catch of the CCTV is big enough for me um, to to mint um, or the the idea of, you know, the revenue share because I just haven't seen it work very successfully um, in any projects that I've been in. But that's just personal experience. Um, so for me, I'm going to give it a solid five. I think that... Um, it's going to depend a lot on your marketing and your ability to attract the right crowd uh, and your price point. Um, and then even after that, I think a lot of variables come into play, right? So people don't know like what these the the yielded um, staking, uh, you know, is going to actually get them until act after you go to harvest, and then it depends on pricing and and so on and so forth. And unfortunately. Uh, my biggest call out is, you know, DGENs have the attention span of like five seconds and they want price to go up. And this is more of an experience, right? And so it really is going to take the right crowd to be able to give attention all the way through the project. 
Um, so like I said, I'll give you a solid five. I wish you the best of luck. I'll keep an eye on it to see uh, to see how you guys progress. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so for me, the first concern is um, the legal side of things. I know that you got the, the ERC 1155 deal where, you know, you can mint it and then um, basically sell it back to the founders. Um, but it almost seems like there's just like an extra step and it's kind of the same thing. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know for sure, um, but uh, that would make me a little hesitant. I do like the supply being low. Uh, that's good. I think the price using 0.5 as a benchmark is astronomically high. Um, even if you would have said 0.2, uh, I, I would have balked at that, maybe even 0.1. And maybe that's just the market right now. Um, but uh, another thing is there's trust involved here as well. Um Personally, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but personally, I, I wouldn't invest that much capital unless it's somebody I know um, and, and know is well known in the space and doxxed and, you know, a lot of pe other people know them as well. Um, that, that's kind of a trust thing. And, and I don't think you guys will do this, but theoretically, you could just say, thanks for the mint money. Uh, we're going to have our weed farm and we're just going to keep growing weed at our farm. Um, and there wouldn't be anything we could do about it. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but just personally, uh, looking at the risk factors, uh, that comes into play for me, um, checking in on pot plants growing. That's cool. Um, I don't know if it's a huge draw, but it is kind of cool. And for people who, um, are really into cannabis, you know, that, that might be pretty fun for them. Um, like it'd be cool if there was a way to smell it. Too. Yeah. Web tree is actually all about community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, you could build up a community around it. Um, eh, what else? Uh, yeah, I think that mostly covers it. I mean, it's a cool concept, and if it works, and you know, you're you're able to return um, profit to the investors, <laughs> um, then you know that's it's a great deal. And then, like twenty one said, there's really no way to calculate like. Um, so per plant, you get like what, about a pound per plant. Um, so you'd want to know like what that would sell for. And that de depends on the type of plant as well. Um, so you'd want to know what that'll sell for, um, you know, how much profit they could calculate into that. There's a lot more var variables that would have to come into play. Um, in a bull market, yeah, might, might, might do good. But my rating isn't based on how I think it'll do. It's based on, you know, is it for me? And personally, it's not for me, but that doesn't mean you guys won't won't um, be successful here. Um, so I'm going to go with the meme of 4.2 for my rating. Um, that's a suggestion from uh, Hold Hyena, Hodl Hyena. Uh, so thanks for that suggestion. We'll go with 4.2. Um, yeah, I think you guys have a chance for sure, um, but it's not for me. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, man. All right. Well, thanks for coming on uh, the Spaces Data. You want yeah, to say anything you. else before? No, no, no. Thank you so much for having us. It was yeah. nice to, you know, uh, you know, uh, get insights from you. You know, of course, we will be like, you know, uh, learning from it. You know, taking some, you know, uh, lawful side, you know, to into consideration and do some research on it. So you know, we don't face any 
you know problems when we are launching it you know so the the main reason for you know coming here having this talk is to you know uh, move into the you know right direction you know to get you know better understanding of you know what the market is right now and how we can make it better so yeah thank you very much for your insights and appreciate the rating thanks yeah thanks thank man yeah and it might absolutely kill it in markets that are not the us too where regulatory is a little bit looser right so you know if you yeah. if you have marketing dollars you might want to avoid the us and focus on markets where um there's not as much regulation around that yeah yeah that's that's definitely what is like the you know a main main thing that we're doing that we are focusing the asian market more nice i love it man um yeah cool yeah so you might absolutely crush it in the asian market i know there's a lot of a lot of people involved and uh um, yeah exactly you know it's probably doing better than our market <laughs> uh, just based on what i've seen so yeah good luck man um thanks, thanks very much project. thank you yeah. very much thank you why do I gotta do us so dirty when we're live and I can't actually read all these damn comments? Do you want? Should we read through each comment? <laughs> Sasha said, "Ha ha 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 We're still live, by the way. We are definitely still live. Uh, no, we don't need to go through this because that would give them the attention they don't deserve. Uh, I was talking about the dive bar specifically, not the comments on YouTube. Um, but some of these memes in here are already hilarious. <sighs> uh all right good review uh not for me either not something that i would buy into um but we do have to remember on this show that we're rating you know the project overall and understand that it could sell in a different market like i don't know what the asian nft market is like and i think something that we didn't talk about is um you know with with it being such a low uh supply uh, he could he could really like sell it like locally, right? Like invest in a local like uh, cannabis farmer, right? And you can get people from if they have the money from Taiwan to 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 invest in something like this. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna initially write it off. I don't think it's like a banger. I don't think it's gonna like explode. Um, but as an experiment, the 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 Web three Farmville of cannabis, sure, why not? Yeah, it's pretty interesting in it. That's that's interesting what you said about like finding local investors. You don't really hear about that with NFT projects that are trying to like just fund a business, right? Um, yeah, that's it's, a great use case, right? Find, or go to straight to like VC people or angel investors and say, "Look, I'm not minting this publicly. This isn't going to anybody. I'm just trying to find investors for a percentage, yeah. and that's how you do it." Yeah, when I, when I was talking to um, some VCs on a project that I was advising. Uh, a, a year ago i guess um it was a more of an art project and the idea was you would create these basically to the artist would create a custom work and it would become a token and you'd basically raise off of that uh, that token and so um i don't think the concept is new to use nfts as a, as a vehicle for you know vc investment um or any kind of local investment uh, so it could work from a regional standpoint. Uh, you never know. Definitely. Um, yeah, man. Cool. Did you have any pep any Pepe bags? Uh, no, uh, I do not have any Pepe bags. 
I do. I, I had a decent amount, and I just got more last night when I saw it crash. I was like, yeah, I was gonna go get more. And then, um, and then at three o'clock this morning, when I was talking to you, you you sold it all because you you panicked. No, I'm I'm not. I don't panic, dude. I don't give a shit if I lose it. <laughs> on to the next one. I'm just more wrecked, and I'm feeling good about it. Um, dude, I, there's just there's too many things that I want to buy, and I feel like having it in Pepe, like. I don't know. It it's probably a really great bet. A lot of smarter people than me have money in Pepe and the next bull it could totally explode. Um I wouldn't have been shaken out by the devs selling because Pepe has nothing to do with the devs. The devs burnt their access to the contract, it's revoked. So they can't do anything. They can't add supply. Um and I I think I read they went from like 6% token share to owning two percent that's bullish as fuck for the token that exists off of a meme like memes are generated by the community has nothing to do with the devs working behind it so i if i owned i'd be like dude sell it all let them let them sell all of it so that we never have to worry about that again because i think the next highest holders are just exchanges right like dexes and stuff so um yeah to me it wasn't a bearish event and for people that sold based off of that information it's very clear um that they either let their emotions get the best of them because they didn't know what was happening or they're looking at twitter's initial reaction which was just all fud um which was you know very misplaced or on purpose um for people that wanted to buy more at a lower price so that's kind of my take on it well said you got to take the emotion out of it um which easier said than done right but um, when something like that happens, you have to take a step back and think, what was your original investment thesis, right? Why are you in it? What impact does this event have? Like, what does it truly right. have? Yeah. Um, and it's almost, yeah, it crashed the price. Um, but it's going to get to a point where no more damage can be done from that. I mean, I, 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 I want to just be in Ovi's head. I know he's a much more disciplined, uh, investor than I could ever imagine being right. But um that being said like he had a ton of pepe early and sold it and missed out on probably like he's his words like 20 million uh and then he went back and bought it at the top and now he's down like 60 <laughs> percent like the torture that pepe is bringing him um i wonder how that compares to like mando who's who's more silent about like how Did you hear him this morning on the GM show? No, no. I so didn't he was know. talking about it and he was like giddy and like giggling about the crash. He's like, oh, I love it. He's like, I'm just he's like, I'm just gonna get more. He's like, I just went oh long. God. I wonder if like Ovi's lost a shit ton of money and Mando's like already made a shit ton of money. Like, I wonder what that dynamic is like. But you know, Ovi came on on Twitter and was like, he broke it down and was like, This is not something that I would overly be concerned about. It's actually really bullish for pepe long term like and then immediately some idiot i think created another pepe token that went to like a 20 million evaluation or whatever um you know stuff like that's always going to happen on the backs of like bad news but no real money um is going to invest in something like that long term so uh congratulations for adding to your bags i mean it's still down i could probably buy some uh if i want um but i'm not sure because i have I have other investments that I'm willing to ride to zero that I want to collect more of. Um, and I know diversification, diversification. So maybe I could stick some in one meme coin 
just in case you know it becomes the next U.S. dollar, like uh, true Pepe holders feel like it's going to be one day. <laughs> it probably will, dude. Um, no, but I, yeah, I just have a little bit in here. I mean, if you look at my whole portfolio, it's a small percentage. Um, it's, it's a decent little bag, you know. It's like if if Pepe were to somehow go to like a forty billion market cap mm. somehow. Yeah. I'd be fucking good. If, if if Pepe just surpassed Bitcoin's market cap, everybody's gonna be a a, a, a quadrillionaire. Like it, it could happen. Some of, some of the math on Twitter is hilarious. I'm not I'm not bagging on Pepe holders because you see this all in every meme coin. But like they're like, oh, if I can just like a uh, hundred x from here or a thousand x from here, and people like will be in the comments being like. If you a thousand X from here, it'd be a bigger market cap than all of Bitcoin. Like people don't like <laughs> be just, bigger than Apple. <laughs> right. They don't understand what they're what they're wishing for, right? Or what their hopes are for. And I know some of that is in jest, but I actually think that a lot of it is in ignorance. So uh, you know, just uh have limiting expectations like we've we've done before in Rect Guy. And then if you make 20 million, then Congratulations. If, if you make 20 million, we'll never hear from Ovi and Mando again because they will be buying private islands somewhere and just telling us all to fuck off. I don't think they will, though. They're addicted to it. If, if I made 20 million, peace out, motherfuckers. I'm gone. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, man, never I, would never, I would never be here ever again. I would, I would just start an anonymous wallet and just buy art. That's what I would be doing. Uh, but nobody would know it was me, and I wouldn't say a word. Um, I'd buy the entire supply of wrecked guys. I'd buy all of them, and then I I'd mean, just burn them. You could buy the ones that are for sale. There's a, there's a lot of diamond hands that aren't aren't going to give them up that easily. But uh, there's definitely what what's listed right now, like 500. Are we over that now? Mm, uh, I, don't, I never look, dude. I don't ever look at floors or. Oh, I don't ever look at the floor. Anyway. I have no idea what the floor even is, but I I know that. A while ago, they were talking about, um, you know, Blur's website. I'm going to say this. It crashes every single time I'm connected to it. Every day, I've got to completely shut down the tab and, like, re-open it up. And it's actually really frustrating. Well, um, sir, have I, you heard of dgens.finance? It's a pretty good website, too. No, no. I heard it sucks. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's really made by a bunch of scammers, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, so 505 listed. That's uh that's actually pretty low. Uh floor price 0.58. So we didn't crash like uh uh a ton, right? Like we were almost at what like 0.7 something a couple weeks ago. So I mean 0.7, then we went down to like 0.5, and then we're just yeah, that's the range, right? And like it's affected by the rest of the, the market, like everybody was down. 20 30 percent uh, a couple days ago i guess there was a nice bounce last night but like you said i don't check floor places either so i i never really know um i'm comfortable in letting uh my wrecked guy and rug radio bags go to zero and just uh see what they're worth in a couple of years so um yeah man good show got any plans this weekend uh i'm gonna be cutting trees and burning wood and that's it mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna end the broadcast though. All right. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna be cutting trees, just deforesting, deforestation. 
we got we got mobbed in dive bar by the way. I actually have a pair of those glasses. I wonder oh you already ended it. Yeah, that actually looks good. Cool. <laughs> and broadcast. Oh yeah. That's hey. A, that's a thing 